Alright, hello and welcome to the Procrastinator Podcast. This week I have my brother on for the very first time. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. We're gonna this week we're gonna talk about Thanksgiving, because that's coming up just Thursday, just four days away. Three, four days away? Close. Not great at math. <laughs> uh how like when the lockdown happened earlier this year, we were here sucking my dad's here together. We're gonna talk about that, how our, like and then how our relationship has grown. Um also, we've worked together the past two summers, so I can about how that has helped us have our relationship grow. Um, then talk about a little about comedy, how we've, what we've learned about it. Um, maybe touch on Kyle Rittenhouse and how he got out of jail. SMH. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have the corner flag, talk about Liverpool and the NBA draft, and uh, that's it. Woo! Yeah. Roll the intro! Podcast. I am your host Matthew B. Stein, and this is my guest Jack, Jack Stein. K. Stein. He is my older brother. Um, he's we've known each other for two decades now. Uh, it's been an all right time, up and down. You mentioned that you wanted to be on my podcast, and you're upset that you're just now being on it. And the fact that I Jenna just, has been on it twice. I just think that I have had a, a pretty big impact on you, and I should have been one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. You just in- you feel entitled? Yeah, Jenna is an okay guest. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired at Jenna Hadley. Shut up the gate already. So, coming up this week, Thanksgiving. Big talks. Big talks. Yeah. Big holiday. We have often had interesting Thanksgivings. Uh, what, what, last are you, year, what are you looking forward to at this Thanksgiving, I guess? An improvement to the pancakes that last year. This year we're doing chicken and waffles, it sounds like. Yeah. And very unorthodox with Dad. And then we go to the more traditional meal for dinner. Uh, our Aunt Holly said she can't come because of COVID scares. Short's yeah. in a nursing home, so I kind of understand. But it's going to be weird since she's always kind of been at Thanksgiving every other year of our lives except this one. Yeah, and I think if you add it up, there are ten of us. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't... And, 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 but the, if I'm going to follow, like, stay to the rules or whatever, that would be the only thing that I would think. But, like, not a, I'm back. I, I came from Indianapolis. I don't have it. We're not really going to go anywhere. You're only going to work one day. Yeah. I think it would be okay, but... It is what it is. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be good to have just us, like, just our family. Yeah, it's going to be smaller, together. but we're going to try to zoom everyone in, right? So that'll be... I think at least for a little bit, I think, yeah. That'll be all right. Yeah, that'll be interesting, but that's the that's the times. It's been the weirdest year of all time, especially for holidays. Yeah, yeah, and the two big family holidays are coming or happening this week and Christmas. I don't and think Christmas will be much different. I think we'll still yeah. have to do something different. Yeah, I mean, like so. Last year we stopped going to one half of our family's Thanksgiving just because it's more extended family. We only really were related to like a third of the people there. Yeah, and. Difference of opinions. <laughs> we we uh, decided to stop going to that Thanksgiving, and I figured I was going with that. But we were just going to talk about the thought. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I remember. So that was going to happen again this year, and my mom heard about it, but it got ended up getting canceled because of really? like coronavirus reasons or whatever. Okay. Because the people that run it are my great aunt and uncle, and they are both um, elderly with health concerns. Yeah, they're very old and not doing too well. Uh, so it's just a, a, a not a great idea. Yeah, and that, that would have been way more way. than ten people. Yeah, that's one way that Thanksgiving has been, or like a real example where it's really been shut down. Yeah, that's true. But so with, uh, do you have any good Thanksgiving moments? Thinking back to previous Thanksgivings since we were little, because I think we've had some pretty good Thanksgiving. We always used to do like an afternoon thing with, the, which is the one we're not going to anymore. But then now that we're doing, now that we're in two different cities, it's a little weirder. Uh, yeah. My old memories of always, were always just two places in Wabash. Two different cities meaning my mom lives in Fort Wayne and my dad lives in Wabash. Yeah, That's so about 40 minutes cities. apart. Yeah. So other than that, though, Thanksgiving's never been one of my favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't engorge myself with food like everybody else does all the time. But my favorite memories are always, like, uh, when we were younger, 
and we'd go to my grandmother's house in town in the Wabash, we'd play football in the parking lot. You were really young when we started doing it, mm -hmm. but as you got older, you aged into the game a little bit and got to actually compete. Yeah, I remember one particular time, uh, we were with this family, we know the Barrows, they just know my dad and my aunt, um, our aunts for a long time. There's another family in our t small town, and we played football with them at our elementary school parking lot at St. B. And um, I think, I don't know if we did that multiple years, but I definitely remember doing it at least one year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I right fell down or something. I got in, I got I got tripped up or something. And I was like five. So you were really little. You were three, you were, four, five. Yeah, you. <laughs> I was small. Um, and then they did the classic thing where you give the ball to the kid and he runs for a touchdown. Let the little kid score a touchdown. And, yeah, and I remember thinking. Better. I remember thinking about it. Thinking back about it, and it did feel like the the thrill of it as a kid. It definitely works because I think about it I'm like I scored a touchdown. Like it was, it was one of the highlights. Yeah, but. That same game when we played at the Barrows, though, I don't think you might, you probably don't remember this, but <clears throat> Dad, or Maureen, who is related to the Barrows, absolutely leveled Dad in the parking lot, yeah, <laughs> like it, like gave him the truck stick and put him on his back. <laughs> he didn't get to score a charity touchdown, no, he didn't get one of those, but he got leveled. Damn, either he, either he got leveled that. or she, he leveled her. One of the two of them leveled each other. I don't, I do not remember that. Yeah, I was probably like 11, so, yeah. foggy memories. Uh, anything else about things you may stand out to you? Any other times? I mean, we used to build with the my mom's side that we don't go to anymore. Um, they we used to build like um, gingerbread houses. Oh yeah, we did that a couple. Or graham cracker houses, whatever. Would use like right, no scooters around that tiny garage. Yeah, I was. I think about. I think those those are fond memories mm -hmm. to me. Thinking back about that, yeah. um, how one thing to me I ate like. 20 sugar cubes just because I thought it was... But now that there's no kids to play around and joke around with, everyone's yeah. like pretty much... Everybody has a personality now, so we can't just like hang out with each other. Like Jake and, J and Jeremiah and then high school. Sophomore, juniors in high school, yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. They're yeah, little, time Ten little kids. Scotch whiskey. <laughs> Holidays is definitely a way that like you can see time go by. Like it, it, it's it's kind of like, like birthdays, but... Yeah, and they start to go by quicker once you get older, for sure. Yeah, and they just blend together. They're less memorable. Yeah. So, speaking of memorable times, earlier this year, we, if you guys don't know, um, there's a global pandemic going on, um, COVID-19, coronavirus, ever heard of it? Probably not. Uh, not. Not very many people talk about it. But we got locked down together at the beginning of coronavirus, March 18th or whatever day that was. So I run a bar in yeah. Warsaw that my dad owns uh, called the Barbie Landing. And as bars and restaurants got shut down, I lived by myself with a cat, and I packed all my shit up, and I came back home like I was in high school again, and he was here, uh, and we did a whole lot of nothing and some golf. Yeah, so obviously everybody went through quarantine, everybody knows what it was like, um, and ours wasn't really that different to anybody else's, but... I just want to talk about it because we got to spend a lot of time together and then we got to just like, I don't know, our relationship was able to mature because um, you were forced to spend that time together. I think a lot of that started though when you started working at the landing though. Yeah, definitely. The summer that was... before that. So I worked at the la at the bar that he's talking about, the, the Barbie landing, this last summer and the summer before that. Um, and that's where we, our relationship has really grown a lot. When you started you were like 19 and we had never really worked together so I didn't really know how it was going to go. Mm. But... It ended up going uh, better than I thought it could have anyway, because we uh, got to spend a lot of time together, uh, which you don't get to do anymore, really. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going through, like, the stress of that, working in the kitchen, mm -hmm. is, is real. It's a bonding experience, it is for real. sure. You, yeah. It's like a boxing match. You get your ass kicked, and then you got to rebound and do it again another day. Yeah. It's tough. But, um, with that, and then the coronavirus in the middle of the two summers... We got to spend a lot, a whole bunch of time together, and it. We did get tired of each other every now and then, but like, we're that's just natural. It's sort of and like we, a. And I and we think we got along better than I anticipated. I agree. It's sort of like a difference between our relationship when we were little kids and then when we're both, you know, older. Than yeah. En enough to have enough life experiences to relate to one another better. Yeah, definitely. We can, we're finally speaking the same language. Your six six years difference doesn't matter as much once you get once you hit a certain age. Yeah. We've both been through similar similar things. Mm -hmm. When you were like, when I was eighteen and you were like eleven or twelve, it was not the same. <laughs> Definitely. Um, excuse me. 
So, what do we do during coronavirus? We just, or lockdown or whatever. Hung out with Tyler Long. He's yeah. MIA right now because he hasn't texted us back. Probably won't watch this either, but we're mad at you. Um, he, or well, we hung out with him and we also played golf a lot. Um, who'd you golf. say, who'd you say is the better golfer? I would say you us? probably. I think it's pretty even match, but I think, I think on balance, I think I won like a yeah. little bit more than you did. Yeah. I mean, definitely in the beginning. And then once we started playing a little more, I started to get snatch a few more dubs, but I used to say your win percentage is definitely higher. That's not something that would normally admit when we're on the golf course it's the opposite it's trash talk yeah it city. has to be it's trash talk city it has to be because you have to know that you're the worst golfer i've ever seen and then you watch me and then you just watch like a great value phil mickelson and then you watch me just flush every shot down yeah the flush every shot yeah with your weird left-handed swing because god made you backwards Mm-hmm. Yeah. god made me right no inverse backwards whatever mixed up <sighs> yeah don't hit on god man <laughs> so, during Corona times, you had a really long mop head. Uh, why'd you do that? I still have a really long mop head, but hey, I did not get as bad as it was. It was super, super long. It grew for two years, basically, um, because I can, and I don't really have a whole lot of reason other than that. Ever thought maybe um, you look like a weird, ugly mop? Have you ever looked like, noticed that you look like a mop that hasn't fully grown yet? Your hair is just a mess. I haven't fully grown. Uh, I'm half a foot taller than you. There, You're wearing long. pearls. Yeah, it's like a tall girl. Look. And my nails—they're not painted. They—you should have painted my nails. Talk about that. You should have painted my nails. Paint your nails. Yeah, it's freaking cool. I promise. <laughs> you don't know because you live in your own bubble, but there is outside world. I don't live there's, in a bubble. There is world outside Barbie. I don't, if I lived in a bubble, it'd be the best bubble, and I don't live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. But if I did, it'd be the best one. No, Bubble Boy. It would not be the best. If one. I was Bubble Boy. Then I would also be awesome at Trivial Pursuit, like that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Ooh, the moops. I'm sorry, it's the moops. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, you don't get that reference. That's a very, uh, not inside, not inside joke reference. Just educate it's yourself and go watch some Seinfeld. Yeah. Bubble Boy. Yeah. Hulu it. He's on Hulu. Yeah, and Jerry Seinfeld made a truckload of money from that. A billion dollars? I don't know. I don't think, he's not even worth a billion dollars yet. I think but he is. Is he? He's close. Let's see, Mr. Computer. That's true. I, I, Jerry Seinfeld, from the first syndication of, Sein, of Seinfeld onto TV, like cable, probably got a, a, a big bag. Oh, from the syndication, yeah, absolutely. That's probably the biggest one he's had. And then the billion from Hulu, because I think him and Larry David both got like a, a billy. Yeah, I could be wrong, and I probably am. The thing about me is I'm really good at convincing people of stuff that are outside of the family because they don't know that I usually take dark like big stabs in the dark mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah just pull things out of your ass and hey I'm not saying I'm wrong all the time but I'm right more than I'm wrong yeah uh, you can take that to the bank you might be too far up in the house I don't know if I'm gonna get this to load unfortunately oh darn do you have oh. a phone? yeah I think so it's also not that important I'm do everything as I don't think it's a billion dollars I'm pretty sure of it but uh, Jerry Seinfeld is like our dad's like comedy hero probably right um 950 million. So close. You didn't get a billion for Seinfeld that I was wrong. Hulu's current deal is paying 130 million for six years of Seinfeld. Okay, so I was way wrong. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Okay, that was one of the 40% of the wrong time. Okay, around. that's fair. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know where you, I'm assuming where you feel always right is when you're in on home field and you're in your bar and you're talking no, about No, people. no, no, no. Well, no, I usually kind of keep. I usually kind of just wait in the back and say things about what other people say when I'm there. I try not to give up too my, too much of my personal opinions because then I get assaulted by all these people, these trope people that I live with. Yeah. Stop the count. Oh wait, keep the count. Stop every the vote. count. Stop it. Count every yeah. vote. Count the votes that we want to be counted. I love anyway. politics. I love politics. I used to. It's kind of tired. It's, it's exhausting now. Yeah, it's it is exhausting definitely. That's why Wait, I just that's you... why I just let the comedians do my do the work on the on the political side. Yeah. I, I watch them and I listen to what they say because they're the truth tellers anymore. I don't watch cable news or any of that garbage. The fake news. Except Fox. Sorry. That's good stuff. I like Fox News. Yeah. Um, at school, they always have uh, CNN on TVs. I think they should have both. 
Especially because there's like one room where there's three TVs and two of them are CNN on the same channel. That's just waste. Yeah, there should be. I think there should be Fox News on the other one, but I don't think people would like that. People would get I would like hurt. that. I don't like Fox News. I think it's good to watch the other side. You learn about but the But there are opinion the pieces, most of them. Like, it's not the other side when one of them is just blatantly peddling lies. Yeah, like but you're watching, what, you're, watching what, you're watching what the people that support Donald Trump watch and believe. So you get to, like... See their I see opinion. The, I see your point, but I think they're pretty loud about their opinions most of the time anyway, at least. Yeah. Like, you don't have to really ask them if they like Trump. You pretty much know. No, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying you're, you're consuming what they're consuming. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just not willing to put myself through that self-torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing you do like to watch that you told me is Dave Chappelle. You said you've watched his SNL monologue like 20 times, and it came out, what, a week ago? That came out two weeks ago oh, on my birthday. November 7th. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... He turned dad, seven years old. Look at him. You can tell... You can see in his face. 26, actually. And, uh... Um, God damn, you're old. But if Dad's... If Dad has, um... You have cobwebs Seinfeld... Yet? Would you let me talk? Do you have cob- <laughs> cobwebs yet? If Dad has Jerry Seinfeld, then I want Dave... I call Dave Chappelle my, uh, like, favorite comedian, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't necessarily had, like, a f- famous sitcom, per se, but all of his numerous, okay, uh... Stand-up specials, SNL appearances, anything he's in. Chappelle's show, I've watched it. Chappelle's show. But the monologue I watched a lot because um, he hosted the day after the election. So I figured he had a lot of of poignant things to say. Yeah. And um, it was pretty good, but the rest of the episode kind of stunk. Yeah. Jen and I talked about this, I think, the day after it happened. Um, I think two episodes ago on this podcast. Um... It's how, I liked how he could, could just control the room. Like, he, he at one point got to talking seriously about how he felt about issues, and people were still there listening to him, hearing what he had to say. Um, they really can just speak for a large group of people. Well, and I think Dave is in a position more so than most people with the, the political climate we're in. Because he is black, and because he has been famous and disappeared from the light and came back... He's almost become more than a, a stand-up or more than a comedian uh-huh. to where people like look to him for what he's going to say about what's going on. Like Someone makes sense of this crazy-ass world. And I think he did a lot of that yeah. uh, with by saying basically just because Biden won doesn't mean America's great like, you know, and, oh, we're going to be good. Because he, like, he was talking about life before COVID and all mm-hmm. the shootings and crazy-ass shit that was going on already. Yeah. So I think he's, he's, like I said, all the comedians right now, I think, are the last of the truth tellers and the ones that are really pointing out how absurd some of the things we do in our daily lives are. And the division, they make it seem not so divided. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And it's, it is unique to me that it, comedians are, do play that role in society, at least, like, or at least we think that and a lot of other people think that, not, I would say, majority of the world, but there's a, a large part portion of people that think the same way. I think that a lot of people could learn a lot by laughing about things that are difficult and just taking things with a grain of salt and yeah. understanding that, you know, life's hard for everybody at different times and if, if we can all just laugh about it and, you know, not take everything so seriously, that'd be good a good thing for all of us. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a good sentiment and idea. Absolutely. And they're the ones that, they're not trying to divide us, they're just trying to make people laugh. And if we could all lighten up and just laugh at jokes. Everybody, yeah, everybody can laugh at a joke. It makes the shitty year less shitty. Yeah. Got serious. Didn't mean to get that serious. Nah, that's cool. Um, so, um, you've kind of been able to be a comedian in your own sense with the bar. It gives you a nice arena. It gives you like a platform, kind of. It gives you a wide variety of people to joke around with and understand what people think is funny, what people don't. Some like and different people think different stuff that things are funny. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's the same as being on stage no, necessarily. No, definitely not. Definitely but not. I think that as far as talking to you know a bunch of different people from different walks of life, you definitely get a sense of what jokes, you, what things you think are funny that other people think are funny, mm-hmm. and other like so. It's definitely been a nice, you know, environment where everyone's telling jokes. Some other people will come in and yeah, say something funny. Yeah, good vibes. And you get great characters from some of the customers. Yeah, that's true. 
you can get some people that come into your come into the bar all the time that are characters, or like maybe in the summer or in the winter as well. People that are just coming like one off experiences. Oh yeah, that are just it's like off the rocker. The, we've had people come in from all over, like all over the world, all over the country. Even in the winter, there'll be like on a weird Wednesday night, someone will be in there from New York or California, and you yeah. don't really know what the hell they're doing in the yeah. middle of nowhere. They just show up. I hope they're lost, point them to the nearest highway. Yeah. That's kind of the, I guess that's the life of owning a bar, though, or being a bar manager. I've been doing that's it for three like, and a half years. That's and like I, the, the I, show of it, cheers and that. I forgot so many crazy stories, but I remember a lot of them. But yeah. It's just, it's been a whirlwind three and a half years. I never really expected this out of my life, but I definitely learned a lot. Like, I've had to break, break up fights, get punched. There's been yeah. a lot of uh, unique experiences. Most that I wouldn't want to have again, but... You had them. Make for a good story, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Jack Stein, you and punching back. It's only happened two times. Yeah. Still, I've never been punched in my life. Like, actually. I've never been in a fight. I'm a big, soft baby. Mm, well, maybe I'm it's time. Jello boy. Yeah, maybe it's get, time. I need to get in a fight. Round one. Yeah. Who I'll do you think me. would win in a fight, you or me? Actually. Um... Probably you, just because you're bit you're bigger and have longer reach. I agree. But I think I'm meaner, so I think I would win. You think you're meaner? Mm. I'm oh, wily like, too. I'm fast. I'd, I'd be changing levels on you and stuff. Uh huh. Uh, I'm quick. I don't think I don't no, think quick. you know. You're one time punching something, you broke your wrist. It's true. Yeah. And then a point. Not a good track record. Plus, I didn't break my wrist. I broke my hand. Oh, way cooler. Boxers fractured, come on. <laughs> Boxers fractured from one punch. Yeah, because I punched so damn so damn hard. Yeah, the heavy bag's still feeling it. <laughs> so damn hard, yeah. And actually, it fell off the tree when I punched it. I believe You it. know that that scene where Captain America's punching all of the boxing bags, or heavy bags, in the boxing gym? Yeah, you're pretty much like Captain America. And he just America, knocked them off the saying. chain? That's what I did with just one punch. And it was, yeah. it was a six-inch punch, too. I just went... And it just flew off the tree. It actually almost hit Jackson, the, the kid I was with. The story started out unbelievable, and remember, now remember it's when you were, impossibly unbelievable. Remember when you were babysitting Jackson Nance? Oh, yeah, and, and he, he rode his, his bike off. into a stop sign? <laughs> you let him. I did not. Off. Jackson Nance is this kid we grew up with. Um, he was a grade below me in, in school, and we played a bunch of sports together. He was on my baseball team. Um, our moms were friends and all That's that. That's how I got signed up to babysit. Yeah. So he I was at the babysitting him and he, they were going, no you tell, yeah, well, I was there, we why am I the, telling the story? We rode the bike, we rode bikes from one side of Wabash to downtown to Family Video. And Wabash which, is, this Wabash is before is Netflix big. by the way, Wabash, so we had to go to Family Video. I mean, how long was the ride? 15, 10 minutes. Okay, see Wabash isn't that big. But. So it's not long. And on the way back, we're riding by the high school and he was in front of me so I could watch him and make sure he didn't go in the road and for no explainable reason, he goes left, right into the stop sign. And he's crying, and at first I thought, okay, come on, you're fine. But it turned out he was not fine. I had to call his mom, come get him. Ended up he broke his arm, and I felt really bad. And she looked at me like I was a shitty babysitter, but I didn't do anything wrong. He couldn't ride a bike that well. It could have happened to anybody. It could have happened if she was with him. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell him to turn left into the stop sign. Damn kids. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I, wasn't Luke, I was wasn't Luke Matter in there too? No. Cody Henshin? Maybe. Someone might have been. One, one other kid might have been with us. I, I just wasn't in charge of that kid. Yeah. I think. Yeah, you weren't babysitting him. I don't know. Either way, I, I'm not. Bad babysitter Jack signed, basically. I'm good with kids, but my mom would just mom would just sign me up to babysit different times for different people. And it was good gig. I wasn't really doing anything else, but... That was my worst experience, probably. Yeah, I always kind of wanted to babysit more, to be honest, but I, I, I don't know what it was like. I, don't I babysat know what you animals all the time. Yeah, I mean, all the sibling. I babysat, like, two or three times, maybe, but I'm, I'm also the youngest, so, like, it just didn't... I don't know, I just wasn't the, the first pick, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. That or you, they were just like, no way we're leaving our kids with you. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I'm a sketchy-looking character. <laughs> Get blown away in the wind. Oh, another bad babysitting experience. I babysat Quinn Herman one. Or no, Quinn Herman. Quinn Myers. Quinn Myers. Yeah, I don't say Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, I babysat Quinn Myers and uh, another one of my mom's moment, friends' kids. She's now in high school too, probably. Or I think middle she's, school. I think, yeah, I think she's in middle school. But either way, when I babysat her, she was really little, 
They desperately needed a babysitter, so mom signed me up. She cried from the moment her parents left until the moment I got her to finally go to sleep. It was an absolute nightmare, and that was like one of the last, that was definitely the last time I babysat her. Again, Jack, bad babysitter. She probably just saw your ugly face and started crying. Yeah, probably. And then she realized, she realized oh, I close my, if I close my eyes, I can't see his big ugly face anymore. So then she closed her eyes and just held them shut and eventually fell asleep. Okay. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> What's well, next on the agenda? I mean, we kind of just blazed through a whole bunch of stuff. That's why I'm just filling space. Okay. Um, we can talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, man. That's just a nightmare of a situation. Yeah. Man. I want to talk about it, but also I don't at the same time. Like, the dude should not have been left out, of, let out of jail or just, like, $2 million bail. I just... And just let walk. I don't like that public money probably got him out. Like, yeah, my pillow, pillow, pillow guy, guy. The fucking my pillow guy. He looks so ugly too. He looks like throw away your my pillows, everybody. He's definitely lived in Florida for too long. He's got dark, weird colored leather skin. Yeah. It, yeah, but if you have my pillow, you better get rid of it. I just don't understand why. Like, there's just a double standard. It seems like with the the dude that like I don't know what the whole situation is, but I we don't need to talk about it. I don't think it's getting too. It's it's just too. Much of like a... And there's not much to be said about it anymore, honestly. I mean, this is a new development in the story, but like... Mm-hmm. I feel kind of like everything's been said. Which doesn't mean we shouldn't say something, but also... What are we going to do? Exactly. What are we going to add to it? That's kind of how I feel about a lot of the political stuff today any, anymore. It's just, what am I going to do about it? Yeah. I'm just Anything, like a spectator. Things just continue happening no matter what you do, so... I guess do it, help in the little ways you can. Like, vote! Go but, vote, America! That's one thing, though, with... Biden winning, I think SNL's going to really struggle. They're losing a really easy time Yeah, that's true. There's a whole lot of content to make on Trump and politics. And it turns out that when we have insane stuff going on all the time, it's really easy to write jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the right jokes almost write themselves. Yeah, so maybe it is harder. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Jim Carrey will keep playing Biden on Saturday Night Live, but I kind of hope he does. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I like Jim Carrey. I've seen it. Yeah, I like Jim Carrey, too. But Alec Baldwin's out of the job as Trump now. Who knows what he's going to do? Who do you think does the best Trump impression? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin? I think. One of the best. There's a lot of really pretty good ones out there, but considering he's just done it for so long, I think it's got to be him. Yeah, did you see Giuliani's hair hair dye dripping down his face? Oh, God. Yeah, that was rough. That's such an ugly picture. He's just an ugly, ugly man. And he's like, even back in, like, the 70s when he was the Attorney General of New York, he didn't look good. Yeah. Yeah, the same amount of hair he's gotten out, and it was at least it wasn't dyed and running down his face. Yeah, it did not. The dude that took down the mob in New York is now a senile old man. That's just a crazy fall from grace. Yeah. America's mayor after 9-11, now insane crackpot lawyer to the president. What a life. What a fall from grace. What a world. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani. That's like one of those things that makes you, like, makes you feel like we're living in a simulation. For real. When, like... Donald Trump is president. That was the first, I'll be the first step. When he actually got elected president, I was like, he's not supposed to be president. We should just ask the guy that created The Simpsons what's going to happen next. Yeah, Dave he knows. Matt, Matt Groening. Matt Groening, yeah. Matt Groening is a time traveler for sure. For, it's gotta be. He knows everything. They predicted so much stuff. Well, the one episode where Homer so writes the God part, the ac- he accurately writes the, uh, the equation Wait, of the, the God, God particle, particle like years before it was discovered. Yeah, what the fuck? Matt Groening, what's going on, dude? What is in your brain? And then what he, are you? What else do you know? And then can he, you be president? He also wrote uh, Futurama, which is a show based in the year three thousand. Yeah, that's probably and real that life. That's what all going like. to. That's all probably what's going to happen. It's yeah, got it right. Yep. He's got obsessed with predicting the future. You kind of look knows. like Fry with that hair. Probably yeah, a little yeah. bit. You're gonna date a chick with purple hair and one eye. Leela's kind of hot, bro. One eye Cyclops chicks. Don't mind it. She's all you one eyed babes out there. Yeah, Fetty, you Fetty Wops. <laughs> Fetty Wops. You Fetty Wops out there. <laughs> Holla at me. Holla at your boy. Uh, I really dig the one-eye Cyclops up. What and about that guy on IU whose name is Wop, but he was born like 20 years ago? Who, what? There's a guy on IU's football team named Wop. Really? W-H-O-O-P. Oh, oh I did see that yeah. this weekend, yeah. I IU is weirdly good at football. You want to switch to the corner flag? We can start the corner flag. Yeah, play. There's not a corner flag intro, but here's the graphic corner flag. Hurrah! So, IU is weirdly good at football. 
I was what, is this, what is going on? You went to IU. What? Who? What is IU? I went to IU, and when I was there, we were absolutely awful at football. We, yeah. Especially against that's Big I, Ten. That's how I know IU football. We would start drinking vodka at like 8 a.m. and go to these big tailgates, and then leave by halftime because we were getting hammer, hammered. Mm -hmm. And then now I've been texting all my friends I went to school with, asking if we're a football school now because yeah. top ten in the country, baby. And gave Ohio State a hell of a run for the yeah, money. Yeah, lost by one touchdown to Ohio State. And they kept in it, too. They were down 20. Matthew did not believe at all that they could win. No, yeah, I was, I was a big-time big doubter. The, the money line, I don't know if anybody cares about this, but the money line was 21 points, so they had to... I predicted they would lose by more than 21 points, and he... I bet on the Hoosiers because I'm a true fan. Although I did feel nervous after for a second, they yeah, for on the second, field in two plays. There was a time where Ohio State was up by 21, I believe, very briefly. At halftime. Yeah. But uh, IU clawed it back and lost by one touchdown. I think that's, and they had a chance pretty... to win the game at the end there. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a pretty good run from them. Yeah, ninth in the country, 4-1. Uh, and one, I and doubt they fall anywhere lower than like 12th. Uh, it depends on that. They, they, they go to, uh, they have to play Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Soon, and they're number 10. That'll be a good game. But they just got beat by Northwestern, so they probably won't be number 10 anymore. Yeah. Liverpool, trucking along. We can talk about that. Yeah, so I've t I mentioned, talked, talked about this last week, how I have a project coming up um, about like somebody's fandom. I have to write a paper about uh, somebody I know's fandom, and I've decided to pick Jack and his fandom of Liverpool, the soccer team we support. Uh, one, not only just because I know about it, and but also, too, because he's my brother, easy access, and it'll just be easy to write about. Um, but where, what, what has it, like, attracted you to Liverpool? So I've been a soccer fan since probably, like, 2010. The World Cup is what really got me into it. Me yeah. My friend, my best friend from high school, Sam Thomas, uh, we started playing the video games, like the World Cup video games and watching mm -hmm. the U.S. And then after the World Cup was over, we still were playing, and we played the regular game and we kind of just picked our favorite teams and uh, I picked Liverpool because they weren't tearing it up they weren't mm -hmm. winning everything because I didn't want to be a Fairweather fan and I love Steven Gerrard who is now retired mm -hmm. but um, he's like Liverpool's like most known player he's like the Reggie Miller of soccer in the sense that or like the Michael Jordan like Michael Jordan for the Bulls he's He's that for Liverpool, kind of. And he's and he stayed there his whole career until except for one year at the end when he came to the LA Galaxy. And I like that one team loyalty kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just like Reggie Miller, that's why. Yeah, he just did the classic America trip to get more notoriety. Yeah, and he's a, from from the city, from Liverpool. Yeah. And uh, when I, I was lucky enough to go there a couple of years to visit Abbey, um, and we went there. Which is and you can kind of see how the people are. It's like a working class city, and. I think I picked well. I didn't pick it. And, of course, now they're the best team in the world. When I yeah, picked them, they were, that. they were far, far, far from the best team in the world. Fell face first in Seventh the Seventh in England. Okay, we're 34 minutes. Let's just check Seventh in England. Yeah, not great. And then bring in the almighty Jurgen Klopp, who I said last weekend, just trust in Jurgen Klopp. Um, and that is true. We beat Leicester City, who was competing for the league, or... I mean, kind of. The top place. six. They were second place last year behind us and beat them pretty handily, 3-0. I like the way the club's been going, especially the last couple of years. They've been like the team to beat, which is a weird feeling. Yeah. I don't think I, any of the sports teams I've ever been a fan of have been that, like mm -hmm. the best team. Yeah. The Cubs won the World Series that one year, but other than that, nothing like this level no, of like, dominance. Almost dynasty. Oh, yeah. So it's, a, it's fun to be a part of. I'm glad... Uh, I'm glad I'm here for it. There's yeah. a lot of Fairweather fans coming up on Facebook and social media and stuff now. Yeah, that's only which, natural. I mean, we're, on, we're a good bandwagon. Might as well get on. Yeah, get on while you can before the ship yeah. leaves the station, even though it kind of already has. So uh, I was going to ask you, between golf and tennis in high school, which is your favorite? Um, so I played golf, tennis, basketball, and golf. Soccer, tennis, basketball, and golf in high school. Um, and... I don't know. Uh, I would probably say, this is what I've said to people before. Golf was the more fun team. Um, like, I enjoyed playing the sport more and being on the golf team. Not to say I didn't enjoy being on the tennis team, but tennis, I would say, is my favorite because we won. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I just like winning, and we were really good, both, we were, both you and I when we were in school. Yeah. We won 
back-to-back sectional championships my junior and senior year. Um, I also missed, I was I had detention in my first two sectionals. So had I been there, not saying I would tilt the scale in our favor, but something could have happened, you never know. Um, so I'd say that's why golf was probably, or tennis was probably my favorite. But I enjoyed, the golf team was more fun. We got to goof around. Um, wasn't as serious because we knew we were like just an okay golf team. Mm. And Mr. Porter was pretty chill. He was our golf coach. Uh, he was like this weird kind of quiet guy, but also really cool. Like once he got out of school and got out of teacher mode, he was a really cool guy. Um, I don't know. What, what about for you? Uh, for me, it's definitely tennis because we won, but I like golf too. We won that. When I was in high school, we were good at golf too. We won yeah. sectional. Only uh, two times. Two sports sectional champion. Well, Abby has two too, doesn't she? Yeah. Damn. I mean, right. four. That's true. Basketball, tennis. Oh, four sports of sex. I said two sports, yeah. So. Oh, okay. Never I went go- golf and tennis. Yeah. And then I, I was also on the swim team Volleyball. in high school. I hated that the most, but that was, but golf and tennis were a wash for the same reasons as you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One thing, though, about, you mentioned Mr. Porter. Did you did you like going to Spain with him? So, yeah. After my junior year, we went to Spain. This was in summer 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a chaperone. Yeah. We went to Spain, me, my dad, and my brother, and my Spanish teacher, his kids, um, and Mr. Porter, basically. It was a very unique trip. Uh, Our Spanish teacher also, my Spanish teacher also happened to be our neighbor. uh, Mr. Carrillo. Mr. Carrillo. Fortunato. Uh, That was a good time. Uh, Very fun. Started off rocky. We got stuck in the airport. Yeah, so we were Chicago we, to Chicago to Atlanta. We got stuck overnight in Chicago. Our first day in Spain was supposed to be. We were supposed to be in Barcelona. Our first day, and it was supposed to be my birthday. So I was supposed to spend my seventeenth birthday in Barcelona, Spain, chilling, living life. But then our our flight got canceled. The first day got moved to the next day. So then we had to leave on my birthday. So you spent your birthday on two airplanes. Yeah, it was not. It was it was not a great time. That was our first long flight though. Didn't get to sleep across a, the pond. Yeah, and I didn't sleep a second, Me a either. single second. And so, but then we had to go straight from the airport, then into into Barcelona, and, and it was nine whole, in the morning when we landed. And it was like ninety degrees, and we had to spend like the whole day. Or it wasn't ninety degrees. Madrid was hotter. Either but, way, it was hot. It was and, hot, and we had to spend the whole day walking around Barcelona, which no is a sleep. weird thing to complain about because it, we're in a foreign country. But uh, on no sleep, it was it's easy to complain about. It was so yeah, we were so dead. I remember seeing the sites like there's this big famous church there called La Sagrada Familia. Yeah, we went there, and I was like mad at it when we were there. I was like, why are we, we here? This stupid church. Yeah, cool. It's got all the stuff, and it. it looks like somebody kept working and just didn't know what they were doing, and just said, I'm gonna keep working on it and keep adding to it. For those of you that don't it's like know, a, it's like a Winchester home, but the church. It's been under construction for like 115 years. Forever, yeah, forever. And it's a huge, massive church, and it is really cool, but we were just, I was so dead that I was mad to be there. I was like delirious. I trucked through, I had an alright first day, but I definitely was ready to sleep by the end of it. Then, the second day, we just got on a bus, and Valencia was the second day, right? I don't remember. I think so. I don't remember. What was your favorite thing that we did there? Um... Yeah, and to, all told, we went to like seven cities or eight cities, yeah, including the trip, day trip to Morocco. My favorite thing is probably maybe going to the Bernabeu or to Morocco or um, with the other kids there, the high school kids there that were my age. We went, when we were in Sevilla, we went to a park nearby the hotel and we met some... I remember that. You met, the, you met some actual people from Spain. Spain. Yeah. Locals. Because mm-hmm. everything else we did on that trip was primarily like tourist traps. Like, yeah. there was a bunch of... Like we'd have free time where where all the everything around us was like to spend money, but I guess I get it. And especially when we went to Morocco, that was some trippy trippy shit. Going across that border, like through the checkpoint. Yeah. That was like one of the more surreal experiences I've ever had in my life. Like they all looked at our passports. So for a little bit, we were in a foreign country without a passport. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird feeling. <laughs> I didn't know how that was gonna go. Yeah. But. Then our gu- our guide Muhammad took us on a tour and we met like another twelve Muhammads. <laughs> yeah, it was I was surprised. So Muhammad is a very prominent culture in Islam or prominent name in Islam. Um, so a lot of people are named that in Islamic countries and Islamic lands. Uh, and literally, I don't mean to like continue the stereotype or whatever. It's just a fact. The first three people we met, I think, were named Muhammad. Yeah, definitely no. the first two. We met the guy who was our, our tour guide. His name was Muhammad, and then like the bus driver's name was Muhammad or something like that. And then 
We definitely met more Muhammads throughout the day. That felt like the least of the tourist traps, though, because there were, like, people selling live chickens yeah, on the was, side of the road. Was, we were like, just in their, natural like, area. Dyes. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very much... And then there was... So, like, they were just in these, like, alcoves of the building. People. There were people selling live chickens, dyes, and then there was a guy selling chandeliers. Oh, yeah. Like, he had, like, three chandeliers in his little alcove of the building. I almost bought a chandelier and a chicken, but I didn't think I could get them both mm-hmm. back. So yeah, that would have been a tough squeeze. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But they also I don't, I don't, they have, I don't think they have a... Oh, sounds like the neighbors somebody, are fighting. Yelled. I don't think they have a chandelier packaging on airplanes. I don't think that... But Dad, did, we back. did go to a sweet rug maker, and I didn't yes. know this, but Moroccans are famous for rugs. And we bought one that is... It's pretty cool. Yeah. it's. I think it's pretty cool. It's like a really light blue. I maybe have a picture of it. Maybe not. Um... It's actually in my dad's house, but it's like this light blue, and it's like a long runner rug. It's pretty, it's pretty nice, though. Pretty fancy. Yeah, you need... It's very unlike that. It was a big purchase, too. I didn't think I did not either. It was a big purchase, but he ended up talking the guys down like a lot of money, so I'm not surprised that happened, but... Ooh. Economical. Yeah. The lawyer. Joel Stein. Um, so, what, what... Worst part of that vacation, other than the first day... Uh, I don't know. I didn't realize how big of a deal it was at that time. Maybe when we left Morocco, um, they almost didn't let us leave. That would have made a big complication. I forget what it was, like that our passports weren't stamped. Was yeah, even though they said they don't stamp passports if you're coming back the for, same Just day. for a day, yeah. Um, but the people that we were leaving didn't, they were bothered by that. Like as if we smuggled ourselves in without Something like with that, passports. who knows, yeah. Um... I don't know. I'm trying to think of what my what happened that was... I didn't really ever get really that sunburned. Um, Waking up early was one of the harder parts. Every Because every day we were up at like 7 or 8 in the morning. Yeah, and it was go from the beginning to the end. Uh, which I guess... And I a lot of it was just getting day. on a bus and then we could sleep. But I, I suck at sleeping on planes and buses. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy trying the like candy and stuff that they had that was slightly different. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't, like, their Skittles were different flavors, and they didn't have, like, as much sugar on them or in them. I could just, like, you kind of could just tell. I felt like an idiot when we got there, because I thought that, like, Spanish food was going to be, like, Mexican food, and it's not. It's different, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of seafood, and so there were some of the meals we had where I was like, oh. Yeah, and they're, they're not the most and, adventurous of eaters. Yeah, we're just kind of picky, unfortunately, but... It's not like uh, they were that gross. It was just not, like, seafood, I just did not want to eat it. Like, we had this, like, seafood paella, which is, paella is, like, a very common dish. They have, like, too much. rice and saffron and a meat and just wasn't down with the seafood. So we went and got cheese pizza at this <laughs> other restaurant. That's so lame. <laughs> it, yeah, but it's true. Damn Americans. That's so lame. But we did it. Uh... I guess kind of the adventures were also just fun. Like when we, like that night, you just get to when we first got to the hotel and like it was nighttime and they, and they just cooled down, like the day and the travel and everything. You, mm-hmm. Then we got to go actually. And Dad and I went out and got blasted in Madrid. Yeah, we went to this bar because we got free time in Madrid. Uh, so we went to this bar where they had these two massive Jack and Cokes. Oh yeah, like it was like fishbowl size. It was like, yeah, it was like the size of a coconut, a they large awesome. coconut. Yeah, I don't know if you both drank all of that. I think we did. Damn near. If you did, didn't. Um, but then, with them, they both got, honestly, decently drunk. And then I had to mm-hmm. shepherd them through Madrid. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I it, right. wasn't, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but it was... It was annoying. It definitely wasn't as easy as he thinks it was. Because they were all <laughs> looking in different directions, like, got distracted by different things, or just weren't paying attention. And we kind of had to get back to where we were going. It was it was a big mess, but it was a good time. I, I look back on it positively. What'd you think about the Royal Palace in Madrid? Those the Stradivarius violins that are worth like fourteen million dollars or whatever. Oh yeah, I, okay, I remember that. Yeah, I remember how like every room was like the same size. Yeah, and you couldn't take pictures of any of the inside, which was stupid. Yeah. We also went in some just huge churches. Like I mentioned the Sagrada, Sagrada Familia, but in Sevilla we went in that massive. Yeah, the church. one where Christopher Columbus is buried. Yeah. And that had those giant pillars that, like, the size of a redwood tree. 
and we went up in that tower. And you could remember there was. And I was not getting anywhere close to the edge of that at the top of that tower. The one had the, the where the steps like were. It was just like a ramp. Yeah. All the way around, yeah. The the building was so old that like the steps up to the top of the, uh, watchtower I guess bell tower watchtower um was like shaved down like it had like an indent like you know when you put your thumb on ice and it like melts down that's what it was like but on rock but they said they did because that it had just been step people also people had just been stepping on it so long that it's been because it was from like 1200 they said or that something. they did it so a guy could ride his horse to the top yeah that's why the steps were so wide it wasn't even steps it was just flat wasn't it like an was it, I think it was oh like i think ramp. i'm thinking about a different part you're right now that i remember I think it was right. like a ramp yeah either it way it was excessive and every single church that we went in, like, used to be a mosque. <laughs> yeah. Because they went through, uh... The Muslims controlled Spain. The yeah, moops. an era. The moops, yeah. The Moors. Yeah. Um... I don't know, it was a good time. I, I think about the churches first, just because... There were so many churches. Also, we were in, was it Sevilla, where we went to this shop that was near a church. Oh, yeah. And we saw these little figurines. Um, Dressed just like Klansmen. They, they had, yeah, they had different, like, just church figurines. And one of them was like the KKK, but colorful. Yeah, like they, they had different, different colors, different colors like purple, red, green, yellow. Uh, so we're dying laughing. And then the store, yeah, the storekeeper looks at us, sees us laughing at those things, and said, "Oh no, they're good here. They're good, good people. Here. Good people. Something like that. Something like that." Uh, I think it's not the first time that's happened. Yeah, definitely not. Because I mean, it makes sense. They're a White national character in America, and American people definitely go there. Fairly, well, it was the a, religious, a religious outfit. Yeah, it was the religious brotherhoods. It, it was still a brotherhood, but the religious brotherhoods of like different cities or different different types of religion. Just and doesn't translate well. Yeah, I do think it's funny that they have the same. There's got to be some sort of tie because they have the same, like nearly the same outfit. True. I don't know what it is, but those religious brotherhoods, man, they'll get you. Yeah, the church supported racism for a long time too. Yeah, they'll get you. <laughs> We went to a Catholic church growing up. When you look back on that experience, what do you think? Or Catholic school, sorry. Catholic um, school? Until 5th or 6th grade. Um, I, I, went till, I went through 6th grade. And I I think it was good for some things, bad for other things. Um, we had really small classes, which meant we got to like work at our own pace. And like, yeah. me and Julie Gleason and a couple other people would, would able to work ahead. But... I don't know, it was a weird social environment going to school with the same five kids the whole way through. Yeah. I wish I could have dealt with a little bit more socialization as the pu- that the public schools got because I, uh, I definitely liked it once I got there better. Mm-hmm. I preferred the public school life. Mm-hmm. And going to mass all the time wasn't really my grind. Yeah, I went to church three times a week growing up. Yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday or Sunday. It was unique. Uh, I remember when I left, after I left, me and my a friend Aiden Coacher left in fifth grade, then there were only three people in my class after I left. So, you know, that would have been even worse. Yeah, a, ton of, a bunch of just really small classes. Um, I don't know, I didn't mind it, though. Like, the, I feel like we were definitely taught faster or at a higher level than public schools might have been. Um, I guess it depends if you were in honors classes or whatever or not, but probably... Hmm? I don't know. I, I I thought it was a good time. And recess is always, like, I, I have a good memory thinking, thinking about it, like, recess and stuff like that. I remember one time in that same parking lot they were talking about on Thanksgiving, um, one of our friends, Robbie Cole, he threw a pass and it hit a van and the car alarm went off. I don't know. I remember that. I also, a lot of vivid memory. we played kickball a few times and there would always typically end up being a, kick, a ball kicked onto the top of the school. Um, I, bet. I don't know. I wonder how many balls are on top of that damn school. At one point, I, I bet it's history probably a lot. Just because you could either kick one up down accidentally on kickball, or somebody would just take it and punt it up there just for fun. And always ruin the day because it took a while. Sometimes, since it was such a small school, sometimes it would take a while to get like a new basketball or a new dodgeball. Yeah, they just didn't have a lot of money. It was a poor school. Yeah. Well, they're still kicking. Our youngest cousin is going there now. Oh, yeah. What is some other, so we talk about Thanksgiving, um, we do this thing every Christmas break where we go every Christmas Eve, I guess we can talk about Christmas in a later episode, but every Christmas Eve we go bowling. Any good Christmas tradition? That's the only Christmas world? tradition really that we yeah. have. So. Yeah, any other ho- I mean, holiday traditions I guess beyond that. We talk about the football game. I really enjoy that, like the, the bowling though, it's a, it's a classic. Um, always good memories there. Mm-hmm. 
I, I like the I like bowling I, uh, even though I suck at bowling. Yeah. But I, I really wish that there were more like laid back holiday things like that. Was not a lot of pressure. It's just hanging out. Mm-hmm. We're also like always the only people in the bowling alley except for like the Madden's and the. Sports yeah, it's us. Alley. It's us and another group of people. And so then, it's kind of like we're there together. It's like they open just for us. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Occasionally there will be like some like actual bullish will come in and bowl, but... And then we found out later that the reason that they did that is so mom could wrap all of her presents. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Sly parenting. Yeah. It was a trick. Tricksters. But a good trick and it was fun for us. I hope we get to do it this year. I really do. If not, I think you and Abby and I should go bowling anyways. Well, I think we'll do it as long as... Aunt Holly's down. Yeah, she I works agree. in the nurse in the nursing home, so you never mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I hope we get to though. Um, what else has been on your mind? Well, anything? Let's see if we covered everything on my list. NBA draft. I don't really want to talk about the NBA draft. I don't really care that much. Me either. Uh, the Pacers got Cassius Stanley from yeah, Duke. Got a Duke, Duke player. Duke fly. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's exciting for sure. Um. He has a very good floor. I'm rooting against Lamella Ball. Really? I just don't care that much, but oh, that's true. I'm not a huge fan of the guy of his him and his old his dad's antics. His life that keep that comes back. Not a fan. Yeah, I, I, I like to think it's it's gone, but also who knows? Fingers crossed. All that pro, all that progress he made in Lithuania is about to show up. <laughs> See, I mean, show up or not, we'll have to find out. I've 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 I have faith in him. I feel like he can be You're good. A fan. But who knows? We'll see. Playing Charlotte. I'm not God. Yeah, Charlotte's a t- pretty bad franchise. Michael Jordan not as good as an, as an owner as he was a player. Which is pretty common. Yeah. Cuz if you're a great player, you got to go out there and be like, "Why can't you guys just do what I did?" Uh-huh. Cuz they're not him. Yeah. And he's Black Jesus. Black Jesus. So is he? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was Morgan Freeman. No, he's he's like Black God. Oh, okay. Because yeah, that's the important to know. So he has the voice. Morgan Freeman is Michael Jordan's dad. One of yeah, I guess creator. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I always wondered about that. <laughs> you think about that a lot? Yeah, really, I do. Always ponder about it. Ponder. Ponder. How's your kitty been? He has, a, little, he has a little black cat named Mr. Boy. And he is, he's been alone now for about 24 hours. <gasps> I think he's okay, though. He's definitely, definitely. He's probably enjoying the um, sign away from you. Yeah, he, he's pretty laid back. One of these days when I have my own house, I'm going to get a dog, but not yet. Mm-hmm. Dogs just actually are excited to see you. I could be gone for a week, and he'd be like, what's up? Yeah, like, good to see you again. Look who's back from the road. Yeah. But dogs are out. You go away for five minutes and come back and dogs like, Oh shit! Where did you go? What's up? Look who it is! It's the best guy ever! Yeah! This freaking man of the hour! I think Dad should get a dog. We've been talking to him about it for a while. He always says that if he could clone our sister's dog, Mac, he'd be all over it. Yeah, I think he should get a dog. A small dog. And I think, honestly, I know he wouldn't be up for this. And I don't know how you feel about this, but I think him getting a puppy would be a good idea. To raise a dog, I don't know. Or just get one that's already potty trained. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I feel like you should get one though. So it's probably for the similar reason why you want one. I think it would be good for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think he really wants one though, so I don't see it happen. Yeah, that's true. It's not really our decision, but dogs are cool. I'm glad to be back with my puppies. So you're home now for what two and a half months? Yeah, about two months. Uh, I'm glad to be back with my puppy um, and my family. Um, I think I go back like January 15th to the 20th, somewhere in there. I don't honestly know. Um, I do need to get this project that I'm going to write about you done though, because then I can be done for the rest of break. Cause I still have like this tension going on in my world cause I still have school to do, but I, I want to be done with it basically. Just get working on it and get it done early and then you can just chill. Yeah. I got to go back to work on for one day and then I have Thanksgiving break and then my winter's pretty boring. Yeah, I mean mine's going to be as well. I'm not gonna really be doing much other than this. See every Tuesday on this podcast, you betcha, every single time. Always check back, like, subscribe, share, and all that stuff. Oh, you've been thinking about starting, or I've heard you've been pondering about starting your own podcast. I have, I'm in the brainstorming stage. I just wanna have a, a format down. I, I think I'm gonna do a half hour. Mm-hmm. 
But was that? Why? Because mm -hmm. I think a half hour is easier to do. Yeah. And cram more into a half hour than I would. I would struggle to get an hour by myself. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So I think that's the plan. Um, I'm not sure how long it'll be before I get one out, but I've been thinking about it for a it while. Works. Yeah. I haven't said that outside because it would make me mad if you said this, but since we're on a podcast, uh, copycat much? Copycat what? Yeah, you're the first person with a podcast? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ever. Copycat. Everyone's roaring. Yeah. What is sure. your, what are your, um, you have a name? No. Nope. You told me yeah, you have like a I'm few... not getting anything out there until oh, I have okay, it written yeah. in stone. Keep I'm not going to, yeah, these yeah, are big idea. time secrets. Good idea. All I can say is it's going to change the world. It's going to change the world. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And once, once one half hour it, at a time. Once you have it with my massive audience that I have mm -hmm. of like 20, 20 loyal listeners. How much am I getting paid for this episode? None. That's you push. get free promotion of your free podcast that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. You, that's your pay. Well, it's going to be a great one. Keep your eye out. Name to be determined. Only thing decided is the length. Mm hmm. 30 minutes. You should make it like very professional. You should talk about politics and very complex issues on your on your podcast. Yeah, everyone wants to listen to me talk do, about that. Do in depth research about the the issues that plague our plague our earth. I just want to have more of a format than I have right now. I want to get to where I just can go and I can pop. I can pump one out, and it's not as tedious as I feel like it would be for me right now. Mm -hmm. How's it been going for you? You feel like it's easy to get to an hour? Yeah, general, most of the time I do. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times, like when I'm doing it by myself, I'll just have my topics or whatever, and I'll just talk, and then I'll realize like I'm at an hour, and, and whenever just come to the closest stopping point, and then I stop. Okay. But um, it's pretty easy typically, honestly. Uh, I do get stuck every now and then, and I have to. What do you do to get yourself out of being stuck? Um, I I don't know. I just like I'll, I'll get stuck, and then I'll just think. I'll look at what I have written down, um, and the first thing that comes to my mind that I has happened this week or that's like in the world. Um, mm -hmm. I talk about that, okay. and then it typically helps me get back on track. But I do want to like be more. This sounds weird to say out loud, but like improv e kind of, mm -hmm. just where I just like talk about random stuff that just make things up, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, and but that's all just me wanting my podcast be more comedic. I get that. But I think that takes time and I don't know. I think if I just keep doing it then the changes that I want will come over time. I learned it's taught me patience, like long term patience. Um like I can't I, I can't expect my podcast to be super popular after I've been doing it for thirteen weeks and I don't even really promote it like as much as I could and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah you have to build a platform first anyway. Yeah, so I think that's been a good thing. It's got me like, taught me like, determination almost. I guess. Well, I think it's impressive that you've get you've kept it going and, and stuck to it mm -hmm. and, you know, kept the format going. I think that you're you're on the right taking steps in the right direction and figuring it out. That's for sure. Yeah. The only I, way to figure it out is to do it. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I agree. Um, that's why at the beginning, like the first few episodes, I didn't really plan at all. I just did it. I mm -hmm. said, "Fuck it. I gotta. I've been planning it. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I've just been putting it off." So I should just do it now. Just do it Get with it no plan. Just try. And it's turned into this beautifully planned, <laughs> polished podcast. I, just, I feel good to, be, to make my first appearance. This I, is, uh, it's going to be, yeah, this, this is my first appearance on any podcast. It's probably going to be in the Library of Congress or Library of Congress soon. We'll see. Mm, we should send it in for their records. Yeah, you said you're upset for, to not be the first two-time guest because Jenna Hadley was. I mentioned this earlier. But I'm here for eight, nine weeks. You have potential I better to be get the to first three, three time guests. I just want to have, I just want to have the most for a little while. Yeah, you better step up your game. We gotta we, by the third one. We gotta be really good at this. It's gotta be high. Well, I was really nervous. I mean, you're, you're, this is a very intimidating yeah, environment. Yeah. Well, you know, not only am I an opposing figure, but also I have such a large audience. Yeah, I've been mean, talking to so many people. That I don't want to really get canceled just, on my first podcast. You know, I got some watchdogs in my in my audience. If I'm being totally honest with you, you better be careful. <laughs> they'll, they'll go for that scalp. Uh, I don't want to get canceled. My audience reaches so far, so many people that multiple buildings at Butler. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, but you better be careful. That's all I'm saying. The, the major media outlets like CNN and Fox News definitely keep up my podcast. Well, so I'll be getting a hold of my publicist and letting them know. <laughs> your publicist, yeah. Mr. Boy's your publicist, your cat. Yeah, he doesn't take a lot of calls, but... No. He's a great publicist. Yeah. 
doesn't work hard at all. Um, so along with your podcast, what are what are some plans you have looking forward? What are you? Well, I've so been kind of in a period of transition for me. I uh, I've been running the bar for three and a half years, and I'm kind of feeling like it's time for a change mm-hmm. in the next couple, however long. I don't know exactly as soon as possible. Yeah, really. But I'm I've learned a lot. I'm just kind of trying to get my next five years in line, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, being 26, it's kind of weird. There's just like so many options. That's hard. It's been hard to pick. I don't really know what I'm gonna do next, but I'm definitely in the brainstorming stage. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'd like to use the podcast to do. Is sort of get my thoughts out there in a way that I, well, it can help me organize how I feel about some things. Mm-hmm. And also, it's something that I've learned, and another reason why why I started with the, this podcast is because. It's teaching me skills that can be potentially ap- applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, it is teaching me somewhat how to run a brand, although I still think I could work harder at it. Um, it's teaching me how to do that, how to edit video, uh, how to plan, how to... I mean, I say record, but it's just recording on my phone. Do something like consistent. But, yeah. Yeah, it gives my life some sort of constant stability type thing. Um, I don't know. It's... it's that, that's, that's another way that you... Could learn things as well. I don't know what I was going I think exactly, so. but that's all right. That's kind of what I meant. Anything else you're looking forward to? Because we're coming to the end of the year. What's 20, 2021 goals really? I'm hoping that twenty twenty one. I don't have a lot of goals because you know who knows what's going to happen. But I just want things to get back to some kind of normal with yeah. all this stuff because Le- more predictability, less chaos. I just this has been a rough year for everybody. I'm hoping that twenty twenty one is. An improvement. Set forward in any way. Yeah, I just think that everything needs to settle back down so we can all figure out. And then once things calm back down, I can, I'll can. have a better idea of what I'm doing next. I'm just excited for the passage of time because this has been a shitty year. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Hopefully 2021 is just a step forward in any in any, in any sense. I don't really even know what that means. This yeah, me either. It's just been so rough that... Yeah. Just not as rough. Yeah. Just take it easy. Yeah. So, um, typically on my show, we end with the most famous segment in the history of the world. We do one funny story. We do a a funny article or entertaining article or some kind of article. (laughs) Article time. (laughs) Some kind of article that is somewhat interesting. And this week, we have Marsh... What do we got? Martial artist uses his head to remove 68 bottle caps in one minute. You want to watch this video? I'm ready. I don't know if you guys know how to sound of this video. I apologize. Ow. Ow. How is that possible? Is he hitting them on the top? Looks like he's just hitting them with his head. How many? 68. Oh, he's hitting him on that wood piece. He's opening him oh, with his head okay. on that wood piece. That's still gotta hurt like hell. Oh, he's slowing down. Ow! I've opened bottles like that at the bar before. Not with my head. With your head like that? <laughs> no, not with my head. I usually use my fist, and even then it hurts. God damn. They must get some more hobbies in India. This is bad. For real. He. How long do you have to practice this to get to get good at this though? Like Oh my god. He uh, now has a concussion. How do you practice that though? Like why? I think those are just counted for the rest of the video, but Jesus. Wow. He did it! He did it! Hooray! Go, guy! Yay! Whatever your name is, what what's your what is your name? Do we Proc Bar Ready? Prob 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 Ready? Wow! Good for him. Sixty-eight bottle caps in one minute. Good job, buddy. Don't know why you would ever practice that or want to do that or get good at that, but but I kind of want to now. Yeah. <laughs> what feeling? Do, do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> Any? What would you want to be like your your unique skill if you could have one? That's a weird question, but other than opening bottle caps, unless that is what you want, unless that's, that's on the list now. Desire. I didn't know I wanted to until now, but 
That's your, that's your newfound passion. I wish I was better at I don't know weird skill. That's a that's a very. I wish I could play an instrument. Yeah, that's true. That'd be I cool. used to play the violin for a little while. How many practices did you go to for that? For the violin, I did it for like two years really? at least. Yeah, I did two recitals at least. Damn. Mm-hmm. Right. We, did you do dance? Kind of hip hop. Yep, I did hip hop for two years. That's one of my memories I wish could be erased from history. Remember, uh, I couldn't even go to practice. It was at like eight thirty, and I couldn't go because it was past my bedtime. <laughs> Weird, weird route. So is this the end? Are we done? Yeah, we're pretty much done. So that's my feel-good article. Thank you for having me on for the first yeah, time. thank you for being here. Uh, this is Jack, Jack K. Stein. Follow him on Instagram or whatever, Snapchat. I don't know. There'll be something on the screen. You can link me in. Link uh, me SM. At Matthew B. Stein. Um, you already know, every Tuesday, new episode. Uh, this is Jack's first appearance on the episode, or on the podcast. He'll probably definitely be on it. At least one or two more times. Probably, hopefully, maybe one with my sister in the coming weeks. We'll see. I'm excited for the opportunity to be here, and I look forward to the next one. Yeah, I look forward to your podcast whenever that happens. Uh, check that out whenever it does happen. Maybe it'll be by the end of this break. Maybe not. We'll find out. Uh, but I don't have anything else to say. You have anything else to say? I'm all talked out. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for watching. As always, I've been your host, Matthew Bussine. You've been fantastic. And I will see you next Tuesday. Stay classy, San Diego. Have a good Thanksgiving and stay classy, uh, all of the places that people watch this from. Wherever you are. Peace out. <laughs>